0: Hi, this is Sherry Walling. Thanks for joining me on my first episode of the Parenting Reimagined podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at parentingreimagined.org. You can also subscribe to the podcast through iTunes. For the first episode, it made sense to me that if I'm going to do a podcast about parenting, I should start from the beginning. From my beginning. I am your mother, Marcia Muterspa. For the first episode, I decided to interview my mother. She talks with me about just a bit of the wisdom that she's accumulated over 40 years of being married, 35 years of being a mother, and 35 years of living with multiple sclerosis. She talks about her favorite moments, things that were hard, things that she wishes that she had done differently. And she talks about her hopes for the future. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy this interview as much as I did. Stay tuned for future interviews with lots of different kinds of parents from lots of different kinds of places, sharing their wisdom, their insight, and their stories. This is Parenting Reimagined. This is Parenting Reimagined, a place where the conversation goes beyond what we do as parents and we take the time to consider what parenting teaches us, how it transforms us, and what being parents means for the landscape of our inner lives. I am Sherry Walling. Well, why don't you start by saying a little bit about
1: your family? I am your mother, (laughs) Marsha Muterspa, and I am married to Tim, and we've been married almost 40 years. We were married in 1974, so it's a little hard to believe that we've been married for 40 years, and we're both almost 60 years old, so we're kind of... Enjoying that, but avoiding it also. (laughs) We raised three children, you, Daniel, and David. And our children are doing well, all of them.
0: What have you
1: enjoyed most about being a mother? I have enjoyed watching my children grow up at every stage I've watched them and enjoyed the process of their learning. I've enjoyed their practicing musical instruments and learning sports. I've enjoyed teaching them to read, teaching them to swim. Yeah, it's been really, really wonderful.
0: What are some of your favorite memories
1: of mothering? A lot of favorite memories. We went to the lake about once a week or once every two weeks in the summertime, and we'd always pack up a lunch and pack up all the stuff we like to play with at the lake. And we would hike down this mountain trail to our own little beach and just spend the whole day swimming and jumping off the raft and taking raft rides across that part of the lake. It was just so much fun, just like being on vacation for a day. A lot of fun every time.
0: So you were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis shortly after I was born, shortly after you had your first child. As you look back, how do you think that MS shaped your life as a mother?
1: I had symptoms of MS as early as age 21, um, and they would come and go and then disappear altogether for years. And then uh, after you were born, when you were about one, I had a more serious exacerbation where I went to the hospital and had a spinal tap, and uh, the doctors decided that was MS, And so all of my adult life, I have lived with the daily uh, struggles and lessons of having MS. I think that from the beginning, it taught me what was most important in my life. And I had to focus on the important things because I couldn't do everything I didn't have the strength and I was always tired and felt weak and so I just had to uh, do the most important things and so that just helped me appreciate having the strength to do the important things and being content because I couldn't do everything so I just learned to accept it but also to stay as active and as healthy as I could. I never thought about not having children. I always planned on having children and wanted that, and I knew that my MS symptoms would come and go, and I just felt like I was going to be healthy anyway. I wasn't going to be sick all my life, and I just didn't think about not having children.
0: What were the most significant challenges of being a mother and
1: having MS? The most difficult was the fatigue which seemed to come in waves. I would be strong and able to do housework or able to take my kids places and then all of a sudden I just get a wave of fatigue and I just didn't feel like doing anything or I'd get real emotional and upset easily. Just having those ups and downs emotionally and with my physical strength was very difficult for me and my husband and my children. Over the years, I learned to pace myself and to rest and to let others help and to let my children help.
0: As you look back, were there any unique strengths or perhaps hidden gifts that arose out of
1: having MS? Yes, for sure, because it pushed me to rely on God um, every day and turn to Him every day in prayer. And I, I just learned to grow in my faith. I think it did good things in my children. They just really stepped up to take care of me sometimes or to just do things for themselves. I think it made my children care about other people. They are patient and gentle. They are strong in themselves.
0: Do you remember talking to your kids about
1: MS? Do you remember them asking questions? Well, it seemed like occasionally I would try to talk to them. They did have simple questions. I wanted to know if they were self-conscious about me walking with a cane or walking slowly or using a wheelchair and if that made them feel uh, strange or if, if their friends ever commented on me being different. They were always so gracious and sweet, and, and they would say, No, Mom, I don't care. I don't mind. I even asked my son David uh, today if my having MS had any uh, negative effect on him, and he said, No, you always inspired me. That was very special to have him say that. I
0: think you're right. I think all three of us would say something like what Dave said about, you know, it was either inspirational or I think I would say that I was so grateful that you were home with us. But it's it's so interesting to me because I never remember us really talking about it. It's not like you sat down and explained, I have MS and it's okay, it's actually good in some ways. We just naturally knew that we all kind of came to that conclusion by ourselves Mm -hmm. and i'm just i'm curious about how that
1: happened (laughs) i don't know except it was always part of our lives and you saw dad trying to help me you know picking me up when i fell you saw me grabbing onto things to keep from falling And you reached out and helped when I needed you. I remember, you know, specific times when each of you just had to step up and do something extra. I think it's just the way it was. It it was always like that.
0: I was reading recently about one of the really important experiences of being a child is learning that you have something valuable to contribute, you know, something valuable to give in your family or in your neighborhood, or that, that basically you're a person of value and competence. And um, the author was talking about how this generation of children are almost over-coddled. They don't really have to do anything difficult, and there's not very much that's expected of them. It just it strikes me that... In our family, all of us did have to step in and help, and we really were needed, and that that sense of being needed and being able to contribute and to help was actually really valuable for all of us,
1: I think. Uh I think you always understood that MS, it wasn't going to make you sick. You weren't going to get MS because I had it. And you knew that I wasn't going to die from it. But I think you were worried that I would get sicker, probably were a little afraid that I would be, you know, more disabled than I was. I think God has protected us all from fears and worries about it.
0: When you talked about what you loved about mothering, you said that you loved watching us play in the yard or watching us play sports, watching us play music, and I remember you watching a lot. Is there any sadness about not being able to join in a bit more?
1: I think I've learned that watching is not a passive thing, but it's actively being there and observing and participating I think watching is a really neat thing, but I also know that I needed to listen more and be a more active listener. I think you guys didn't really want my opinion, and you didn't very often need my advice, but you always wanted me to watch you. And even as little kids, they say, watch me, Mom, when they go down the slide or when they're on the swings. They, they just want a parent to to be watching and be enjoying and be actively there, not not passively but full attention. I think that's been my delight, even though it hasn't been as much energy and involvement as um, many parents can do.
0: I think that's a really profound reminder. For many of us, in this modern age where we are often on cell phones or iPads or we're so connected digitally that we are often perhaps distracted. Mm -hmm. And the way that you describe watching as being really present, I think, is really wise and probably a good word for me and for my friends about how to really,
1: really watch what our kids are doing I think it's important to watch them as they get older you know you think that as your daughter and sons grow through high school that they don't need you as much but they do need you to be smart and to be aware and informed about the issues And I think I was naive and maybe used my MS as an excuse to take it easier instead of dig in and parent harder. You know, you can't avoid your children's mistakes, but you can sure be better informed about the issues and talk about things more. So I would encourage parents, younger parents, to Just really stay with them. Stay with them.
0: What has being a mother taught you about God?
1: God is all-sufficient, and His grace is enough for me. When I'm weak, He is strong, and He makes me strong, and He is my strength. Um, I need His guidance. And when I pray, He watches over my children, and He is with them wherever they go, so I don't have to be afraid for them. He protects them. So that gave me a lot of peace um, as I was um, raising my children. I learned that when you went to Ghana, I learned that when I pray, God was right with you, even though you were on the other side of the world. I knew he was right there. So that helped me to trust him for your safekeeping while you were so far away. And I've had to do that with each of my sons in the adventures that they've gone on through their lives. When, when I was scared and worried for them, when I would pray, I would know that God was there with them and taking care of them, and I didn't have to worry.
0: Is there anything you wish you had known about mothering before you started?
1: I don't think we thought of teamwork until you got married and you and Rob had our grandsons, your children. You really were great examples of teamwork. And I think if we had thought about that more or known about that, we would have shared more of the nurturing of our children Uh, we would have just thought more about working together as a team. We also probably could have made closer friends with other families instead of staying a little bit off to ourselves because we had chronic illness to deal with. So those two things, uh, teamwork and having more family friendships, would have been a good thing.
0: When you had small children at home, your job was your vocation, your calling, your work was tending to us, taking care of us, and and taking care of our home. I know it's been pretty tough in some ways since we've all left home. You want to talk about that a little bit? How have you reoriented or figured out what life is about now that you don't have children at home?
1: Oh, dear. Well, it, it's been quite a process experiencing that empty nest feeling. It's been really hard. It's probably the hardest stage of my life. I've learned to keep in touch and stay involved, but it's just more difficult when there's more distance between us. It's been hard because I just haven't quite known what my talents are, what my gifts are. Still working on that and still trying to, you know, work uh, for school teachers. It can be hard sometimes. It it can be lonely. I'm enjoying the peace and quiet also. It's quite a
0: task to reformat your whole life, you know, after children leave. Asking questions you haven't asked before and filling your time in ways you haven't had to before. I think it's actually really difficult for a lot of parents. I agree. (laughs) What word or encouragement might you offer to another parent? What have you clung to throughout your life as a parent that has given you hope or strength when parenting got tough?
1: I think that there is time for everything that's important. It is great to just slow down and spend time watching your children and teaching them and learning from them. I think I learned to be fully present with them and not try to multitask or not be distracted, but to just really watch and enjoy them while they were small. Notice the differences between your children and just really Appreciate how different they are. My children were several years years apart, and they so they were doing different things and going to different schools. And I just am so thankful that I didn't expect them to be like each other or like anyone else. Always liked who they were, just the way they were. What are you hoping
0: for in the future? For yourself, for your kids, for your grandkids, what are you looking forward to? I did I didn't ask you that in advance. <laughs> it's not on the list.
1: <laughs> well, I'm hoping to be an inspiration to my children and grandchildren because of my MS or more than that because of who I am. I want to share my faith with them and point them to God. I want to stay close to them. It's just a a lot of fun being a witness to, to their continued growth. What I hope for is to stay strong and healthy and to, at some point, be able to retire and enjoy more time with my husband. I want to be involved in my grandchildren, in their lives somehow. and. So, I'm looking forward to how that works out.
0: Well, anything
1: else you want to say? Well, I'm just thankful for you as my daughter. <laughs> and <I'm> thankful <laughs> that you have dreams and goals.
0: Well, thank you for taking the time to do it.